we are excited to welcome our very first guest to Decent Dialogue. Um, we are we waited till episode this would be episode thirteen because we wanted to feel like we were in a little bit more of a groove before we invited someone into this mess. But um, it is with a great honor that I welcome our guest for today, uh, Mister Nano Tapia. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Of course, brother. Thank you for joining us. Um, I hope you. I hope we didn't scare you off so far. No, not not yet. Not yet. Who is Nano for the people that don't know who Nano is? What's his elevator pitch? Well, I don't know an elevator pitch, but I'm 25 years old, married to uh, Melissa. And, That's too personal. That's too uh, personal. Too personal. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. I don't know what you. I'm just your average well, we'll, Joe. We'll have we'll have questions for you. For sure. Yeah, Nano's, get your brain going. Nano, Nano's being humble right now, but he's got a lot of things going on right now. Um, he told me he didn't <laughs> want to sure. come and promote, but part of what we want to ask him is oh, would no. make him promote. So that's yeah. what we're going to do. He's going to be promoting oh, hardcore. So <clears throat> yeah, he, I don't know how, but he manages to do all this with the baby on the way. And I just, <laughs> Stop. Whoa, that's a lie. Nano. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> um, but with that, Nano, I do uh, typically what we do here on, on the on the decent dialogue is we'll start out with, I mean, just really kind of how our week went, any stories or anything this week. But and then we'll, mm-hmm. we'll dive into some questions here. I mentioned earlier, um, Nano had, does have a few things going on. And today we're primarily going to be talking about and kind of asking because when me and Scott started this podcast, uh, we had wrestled with it for the first couple of episodes a little bit. And if you go back and listen to those episodes, you'll hear us talk about some of the insecurities and stuff that we hear we and that we felt. But now, you know, 13 episodes in, I feel a little bit more comfortable, but it's always good to talk to other people that are also putting themselves out there to see how they're feeling and just to hopefully encourage each other and to encourage you. If you have something that you want to do, a dream that you want to follow, a passion that you want to do, and you're just so afraid to death of doing it. Hopefully, this is encouragement to you guys. But uh, but before we start, how was y'all's weeks? My week was pretty good. I went golfing on Saturday. Thanks for the invite. I'm so bad at golfing. I was like this close to like going out and just spending an unruly amount of money on golf equipment, but <laughs> I I held I held myself back for a charity tournament. Yeah, it was for a charity tournament. And I, I've been using the same golf clubs since forever. And they're my dad's clubs from 1994. Oh, wow. Greg, you want to know something, dude? Remember what? how at my wedding at my wedding day, we all were like golfing with your, your golf club, bro? Yeah, you still have my it's, putter. It's in my, clo- it's in my closet, bro. Yeah, you have my putter. <laughs> it's, it's right now. Like, I can Dang. open that closet right now and open it up. Imagine my surprise, <laughs> Scott, and for anybody listening, we, Fernando's wedding, um, I was in this bridal party and we had a couple of hours to kill. I feel like we were playing video games, doing all this stuff, but we, at one point for some reason started using my putter and trying to put a golf ball down a giant hill, um, to see how close seems, we can get it to something. Seems legit. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun, but I left my putter there and I, I legit had did not realize for a good two or three months. I feel like, uh, until I was out on the golf course and realized I had no butter and had to borrow my dad's for 18 holes. I still have it a year and a half later. <laughs> Have you been practicing with it? No, no. Oh, sorry, Scott. I cut you off. No, so. you just you're you're interrupting. It's okay, Greg. All right. What about your week? I want to hear about your week. My week? Mm-hmm. I, well, I went golfing. That was pretty much it. That was the highlight of the week. I think. Are you reading? Did you finish your uh, your David Coggins book? No, I haven't finished it yet. I see. That's my problem. I've started like four books right now, and I'm halfway through them. 
Well, so. I can understand that sentiment. I, I mentioned last week that I started listening to a Lord of the Rings audio book on like a podcast to only really, and it's great. They put background noises and music and it's, it's, it makes it come to life. It's great. But I realized that it stopped in February and has not released an episode since then. And so I'm very uh-huh. worried that it's, I'm like halfway through the first book and I'm never going to be able to finish it now. So you're going to have to actually purchase it. I know it's going to suck, but uh, Nino, how was your week, man? Dude, it's busy. Um, a lot going on at work. Uh, we just had that kid's presentation. So <clears throat> coming off of rehearsals and all that stuff. So I'm physically tired, um, but uh, still going. It was a good, it was a good weekend. It was a good presentation. So everything worked out good for the Lord and it was good. That's cool, man. Nice. Yeah. Nan- Nana works production at the church that uh, all three of us used to go to. I'm no longer there. I am uh I've moved on to other things in life, but uh, I'm still in church. That made it sound like I've abandoned the faith. You've moved on as in you don't live in the city. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But Nana, with those, like the kids production you mentioned, how many, like, is that long hour days or is it just always nights? No. So, I mean, it depends on the presentation. So for like this one, it was a Thursday night rehearsal, a Friday night rehearsal, Saturday morning rehearsal. And then Sunday, basically all day, because you have church in the morning and then rehearsal and then the actual presentations on Sunday night. So, oh, man. but before that you have, you know, setups. So you have to like get a stage ready and microphones labeled and all this. So there's a lot of pre-prep work that you have to do, but uh, definitely once the show's over, you're like, oh, finally, like <laughs> I, I slept until like nine today. Cause I was like, I'm just so exhausted. That's amazing. But, I can't remember the last time I slept until, well, that's, here's the thing. If you ever want to, if you and uh, your wife ever want to have kids, just cherish that sleeping until nine while you can. Oh, I mean, she wakes, she wakes me up at seven 30 every day. So, uh, um, did you have a lot of help this weekend? Um, yeah, we actually had a good amount of help. I didn't know how we were going to pull it off yeah. without some key players, but they all ended up showing up. So that's good. you feel like pretty much like every major event or the thing that happens you never know how you're going to pull it off. And then it's always somehow works out. That's basically every event, every big event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just some brains get together and we pull it off. So, Hey, you got to do what you got to do. But, um, yeah. Nino, in that light, um, I, you recently started something which is putting yourself out there and you started to stream on Twitch. Um, and it's not the, First thing that you've done, I feel like that's put yourself out there. The other th- big thing I think about is, is is the book that you wrote, which was what, 2019 or 2018? Yeah, I, pu- I, published, I published it in 2019. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just two, which I feel like are two big and major things. Uh, obviously, like with, like <clears> you work full time, like you have other responsibilities going on. I don't know if you're working full time at the time you did the book but I'm sure you were in school as well. So like, Mm -hmm. it's not like you were just sitting back and had all the free time in the world. But the first question I want to ask you as we kind of get into the main, the main combo of the day is like, what are some, what, what's the motivation behind doing something like writing a book or streaming on Twitch? Were they the same motivation? Like, was it a calling? Was it, you're interested in it? It's something that you felt like you had to do. Like, what was kind of like, what's the motivation behind pursuing some of those things that I feel a lot of people think about doing sometimes, but never actually put into motion. Yeah. Well, with the book, um, that one was more of a calling. I thought, um, that one started off with me just typing on a word document of Mm -hmm. my story. 
Um, and then I, I just couldn't stop writing. And it just became this like 40 page word document of just my words. And I was like, man, I don't even know why I'm spending so much time on this. This isn't going to go anywhere. Like, there's no point to this. I mean, if, you know, it's going to cost me a ton of money to actually even like put it out there and promote, you know, and I just kept feeling this, uh, the Holy Spirit, just something like, just do it. This is your story. I want you to share your story with everybody. And so I was like, okay, you know, and so doors kept opening up with a graphic designer and an editor. Um, I found out that you can publish through Amazon for free. Uh, they just take a cut and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I just decided to jump into it. You know, like I, I was, I didn't have anything to, to gain or you know lose because, you know, um, I honestly didn't put money into it because I did a lot of things. Uh, a lot of people did a lot of favors for me, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but I ended up selling like almost 300 copies. So that's awesome, man. Um, hey, that's dope. And that book is called Just Jesus, um, by the way. Just if anybody you're look, you want to look that up by Nano Tapia, T A P I A. Yes, it's um, it's got a black cover with a yellow cross in the middle. <clears throat> but we can put it in the show notes. <clears throat> yeah, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. <laughs> the um, now the video game thing was kind of interesting because um, I picked up an Xbox during the pandemic because I was like, well, if I'm going to be stuck at home, I may as well just have fun doing something, you know? And uh, I started playing more like um, first person shooter games. And I used to play a lot of this in high school, but I found out that I was kind of getting back into, into being kind of good at it. And then it was just kind of the same thing with the streaming thing. It's just like, you know, why not have fun doing something you enjoy? Like a lot of people find joy in their jobs and, and they find joy in, what they do for a career. And that's totally great. You know, you can do, you can love what you do and enjoy it. Um, I haven't found that yet, but I've been able to find hobbies that I enjoy a lot. And there's no, like, I don't lose anything um, in doing this. And it helps so much too, that I have a supporting wife that um, anything that I do, she supports me through it. Um, Obviously through, you know, finances and stuff. I, you know, we talk about, purchases and stuff so it led to me buying a gaming pc and being able to get a good pc to specs for Mm -hmm. streaming and gaming at the same time so Mm -hmm. um she's been my biggest supporter in that for sure and at the end of the day it's like honestly like i have this mentality of like like who cares what people think you know who cares like who cares what what they say like if you're doing what you love to do like just do it you know Mm -hmm. um so do but, you have any insecurity? Like, like there was, was there any kind of insecurities about putting yourself out there or like posting about the book or posting about the stream? Or was it very much so like, I'm doing this for myself and I don't care if anybody's on board. No, no, absolutely. Like you, like whenever you put out a product or whenever you do something, you want people like your desire, human desires for people to listen, watch, read mm-hmm. what you put out. Like you, you're spending so much time in, in putting it out. And so you want you want and desire people to, to do it. But I think the biggest part is the discouragement that comes behind the little numbers because we can get focused on like the famous people and the biggest people mm-hmm. that get, you know, millions of views, millions of sold copies, you know, and when you, when you come to think about it, that is a very, very small statistic of people that are able to even pull that off. Mm-hmm. Um, very, and a lot of the time minute. it's like very luck. I feel like 
a lot of it is luck. A lot of it is who, you know, and I think putting yourself out there and networking and all that stuff really helps you, um, you know, put yourself out. Like the Twitch thing is very new for me. I've been only doing it for like three weeks and I average nine viewers, you know, like that's nine people that are watching me play video games. Like I can't even (laughs) count nine. Like, Think about it like nine people yeah. sitting in a room watching you play video games, like yeah. that's legit. Like, it's you a gotta, lot. like, yeah, the little, like, the little numbers actually matter. Like, and when you come to realize that, that they actually matter, it's because they're the people that support you the most. And, um, a lot of time it's family, it's friends, you know, it's the loyal people that are just there and helping you, um, achieve the dream or whatever that you want to pursue, that they're there for you, they're backing you up on it. Do you think like, do you have, did you have any expectations? Like even going back to the book, like, did you expect, oh, you know, I hope I sell, you know, X number of books or with your Twitch stream, do you hope, oh, by, you know, two months in, I hope I have this, or are you just kind of going with the flow? Like, obviously I think we can have goals, but. There's a lot of hope. Um, But if you were to tell me that at the beginning, you know, what I expected is, my expectations were very low. I didn't expect yeah. to sell a single book, you know, maybe like five copies within my family, but um, I never expected almost 300 copies, you know? Um, and then with the Twitch stream, like I honestly expected zero viewers on my first day of streaming. Like I did expect zero viewers. Um, I ended up capping at like 16 and it's like, that's awesome. Like 16 viewers. Um Right now, the biggest thing for me and kind of where I'm wrestling with that, the newest thing that I'm wrestling with is promoting myself on TikTok. I've been making some TikTok videos mm-hmm. and um, Bro, they're putting great. that out yeah, there. They're, yeah, they're phenomenal. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but like I look at it and, you know, like I post a TikTok and I don't get any views, any likes, any comments for like three, four, five, six hours. I go to bed and I only get like two likes. I apologize because you know? I definitely watch all of them and I just forget to <laughs> like them. <laughs> I need good. to I need to get a TikTok just so I can follow you. Dude, be TikTok, the only is just, I follow. TikTok is just so like fun to like use, but but that's like my insecurity. I'm like, oh my gosh, will I even make it big in TikTok? Like, will my content even get out there where people even click on my Twitch link? So that's where I'm struggling with. But I keep reminding myself that like this is just my hobby. This is just something I love to do. Like mm-hmm. I'm not getting, I'm not trying to get a full-time job out of it. Like I'm not seeking it, but you know, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Um, but I'm just having fun with it. You know, I'm just enjoying the time I get to hang out with my friends on like you guys, when we play call of duty together, like it's just fun to play together, you know? And yeah. Um, Greg, you being so like far away from us now, like, um, wish you were closer and we could hang out more, but that's our way of hanging out. And, you know, we hang out in, you know, in the game chat, but uh, I don't like, I don't expect to get big and all that stuff, but there is that, I think there's that human behavior, that human nature that desires fame that desires like all that stuff. And why I don't even know if it's like desiring fame. Cause like for Scott and I with this podcast, of course, like in the in the very similar in the very similar vein of that, like we are doing this for ourselves first and foremost. Um, at the same time, there are weeks when I don't really want to edit the podcast, but the thought of people are wanting, like people are listening to this, you know, those ten people that are listening to this regularly and loving it, 
hey, they're they're expecting a podcast tomorrow and it motivates me to do it even, even if I don't want to, even though my root desires for myself and to do it as like a creative outlet, you know? And so like this weird, it's this weird dichotomy of um, wanting to do it for myself. Ultimately, like if Scott and I are able to do this full time and have a Patreon or ads or whatever it may be, and like, this is what we can do. Hey, that's phenomenal. I love that. Um but at the same time, like, I think the root thing always has to be like for yourself or else one day you could wake up. It's like, I don't want to do this to be miserable. Like, I feel like what's exciting about doing a podcast is like what you said. It's a hobby. It's something that you already enjoy that you're now moving to a format to possibly make money and to supplement income. So you can do that more. And I think we live we live in such a time and a culture and especially in America, like where we're able to do that and follow our dreams. It's like, why not? You know? Um, if you love like roasting coffee and grinding and like, go make, you know, go work at a coffee shop or try to open your own. If you love doing carpentry, you know, buy some stuff and start doing it in your garage, you know, and Mm -hmm. possibly sell it. You know, it's like, whatever your hobby may be or interest may be, I feel like we have this awesome opportunity to do something with it. Um, but I think the root thing, like, as you, as you said, and alluded to, like, it always has to be for yourself first and foremost, or else it will be easy to get discouraged when nobody cares what's what you're doing you know i think it's i think it's super hard to balance that though almost for me because how do you balance the okay i know i can you know the possibility of making this a job or making this how i make money yes that's always a possibility and yes it would be amazing but if i'm convincing myself nonstop that i'm not doing it for that i'm doing it for myself i'm doing it for fun you know on and on and on it's like it's almost like a, for me, it's almost like a fake humbleness. Mm. I don't know. Because it's like, I'm telling myself, I don't want to make money doing this. Or I don't care if I make money doing this. I don't care if this isn't my career. Like I have my nine to five. I'm going to, you know, have my, have my normal day job and then just do this on the side for fun. And then, oh, actually, you know, in three years, we can be making good money doing this. And I'm going to quit my day job. And now, I'm going to romanticize this. Oh, I quit my job to go follow my, my side hustle and look how awesome I am. I think that's the thing I always want to be careful of is like, don't, don't look at the people who quit their day jobs to go do their side hustle as their main thing. There's this one YouTube guy that I follow. He, his name's captain Sinbad. uh, And he's great. He has like funny skits, but then he also does like some productivity type stuff, but he has, 400,000 subscribers on YouTube. He's probably making 15 to 20 grand a month on YouTube. And then he also still does like a normal nine to five day job. And it's like, he could obviously quit his day job, but he's chosen not to Yeah, because that's just, you know, that's the decision he's made. But you see all of these people romanticize and think, oh, look how awesome I am. I get to do this creative work and I don't have to sit in an office all day. Um, it's definitely like a weird balance. I feel like it's, it's super hard to, uh, kind of express and work through, but yeah, for, for me, it's like these conversations and these podcasts and things like that. Like it truly has just been a joy, like conversating with, with you, Greg, and fleshing things out in the public. And, you know, if people get some, some benefit from it, then that's awesome. Like that's a huge benefit or a bonus.
Scott, you wrote in our show notes here something that you would recommend that, and you said this too when we were beginning this, like to start before you think you're ready. Um, like, Nano, did you feel like you had to prepare or get a bunch of stuff ready before you started? Or do you feel like you just kind of just went ahead and did it and are going to figure it out as you go? No, absolutely. You need to prep what you're going to do before you do it. Um, you want to set yourself up for success because mm-hmm. if you don't, then you'll automatically fail and get discouraged and never do it again. Um, <clears throat> with the book, I did all my research on finding graphic artists and editors and where I'm going to publish and all that stuff before I even designed it, before I even did all that. Um, when I did the Twitch stream, I released a video. I got my computer. I got you know OBS ready. Mm-hmm. I got everything I needed ready to succeed because if I didn't have that, then, you know, I'd be streaming with people being like, I can't hear your audio or this and this and that, or it's too blurry. Like I got into the deeps of OBS and how to stream. And I learned a lot about like what bit rate is and all that stuff. So definitely educate yourself on what you want to pursue before you start pursuing it. So that way you're already on a leverage to success. Yeah. Do you think, do you think you could have overthought it though? Or do you think you overthought it at all? Like almost paralysis by analysis? I think it's okay to to like over overthink it or um, overanalyze it all because I think you want to be able to think of all the little things mm-hmm. because you can think of the big things like I need a PC and I need <laughs> um, or for you guys it's like I need a you know an expensive microphone but if you don't have your audio levels dialed in if you don't have um, some EQs on your voice like it's just you know dang shots fired well scott i will say this i will say this bud (laughs) that scott wrote the note here start before you think you're not ready and that was the big thing we just need to do it we need to post um but if you think about it there was a lot of things that we had to do before i even felt comfortable sharing it like we didn't share it till episode three because i wanted to make sure we had an intro i wanted to make sure that we had um like when it came to the graphics the podcast art when it came to the name when it came to you know there was a lot of stuff that went into it behind the scenes before we shared it on our third episode because we didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to just put something out there and have to go back. We I went back and changed our first two episodes to have the right intros and stuff like that after. You know, I'm glad we posted just because to get posting, but yeah, um, I, de- I definitely think it's a good balance. Like, I think there's, you can overthink it for sure and just never do anything, which I think is the, like Scott, I think what you're referring to you know, like me and you could have recorded like 10 episodes, even when we had good mics and always said, well, that wasn't perfect. So I'm just not going to post it. Or that wasn't, that didn't feel right. So that's not, you know, that's not where we're going to stay. But I feel like, I, I feel like there is a good mix of, you have to get into it and you have to start, but you also don't just want to go, you know, with no preparation. Nano, how is, um, you mentioned your, your wife, how has it been like, I know um, because I think we're all three of us are married. And I think one of the biggest important parts of doing anything like that and putting yourself out there is having the support of your wife. Now, I know like how has it been like with Melissa? Because I know like Natalie and I, she supports me and she's, you know, she wants me to do this. Um, but if I started, if I did something like, like streaming on Twitch or, or video gaming, I know she may have a hard time because she's not a big gamer, like understanding exactly. I know she'd be supportive, but at least the understanding aspect of it may not be there. Um, she, I mean, she, I'm sure she'd be my biggest champion on it and be in my chat on Twitch all day long. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, how's that been with, with, uh, with Melissa? Like, how's that, how's that been? 
Good. I mean, it depends really on like your wife. It also depends on what your personality is too, because um, I could say the same thing about podcasting. If I started podcasting, Melissa probably be like, "Mm, maybe you probably shouldn't do that. Like that's not your thing. But I think, you know, Natalie recognizes your giftedness in podcasting. And also I think Melissa recognizes my giftedness in streaming and playing video games. Um, And also she realizes that this is more of an outlet for me from work and from all that stuff. So she's really supportive of it all. I mean, like I said earlier, she, with discussion, we were able to buy a whole gaming PC and never would I thought that I would even get an Xbox back in last year, but here we are with like a gaming PC. And um, I think having her support too really helps, you know, it Mm -hmm. helps the fact that like you're doing this and you're doing what you love but you also have the support of the people who love you. Yeah. I think I, that's what, what matters. I know your, uh, your mom, you said your mom roasted you earlier for, <laughs> for playing video games. I, uh, I mean, how's that dynamic? Cause I know my parents, they're not podcast listeners. They would support me, I guess, but they're not going to understand at all what's going on. And uh, <laughs> I don't think I've actually verbally talked to them about the podcast. They see me post about it, but I don't think I've actually what? talked to them. I, I mentioned it to my dad. I just get so insecure with my parents about that kind of stuff. But um, It's funny because like my parents just don't know anything about like streaming or what, what that is. So like they don't know that there's a big community of video game streamers they don't know Mm -hmm. that that exists yeah so that's why they think oh what are you doing just playing video games all day it's like and people are watching you and people could actually give you money to play video Mm -hmm. games like yeah that's like kind of the world we live in it's crazy but i mean they're supportive my parents are super supportive of anything i do really and they're always proud of me um but it's just funny because they don't know that it exists they don't know that it's actually a career that people have esports is a career yeah but they don't know that. And so that's why they roast me. <laughs> what is this Koki? What does Koki think? <laughs> uh, he doesn't know. He only talks to me about USF. Go Bulls. Yeah. Scott, what do you want to go? What do you want to go to next? Scotty boy. Um, I think, I think a good question, maybe in light of, of the talk tonight, and this could be for you, Greg, or for uh, you, Nana is what, what do you think has been the, the biggest leap of faith uh, that you've taken in your life. Like you've, you've thought, wow, if, if I don't, or if I do this, it's going to have to be, uh, all God and not me. Like, there's no way I can do this without God. Uh, cause for me, like these, like doing these podcasts, like it is, it is a leap of faith to me because of everything we've talked about, you know, low viewership, nobody's going to really care. People will make fun of me. It's not going to really impact anybody. It won't make a difference in the world, so on and so forth. And so doing something like this and putting myself out there, like I'm a very reserved and private person. Um, like, I don't, I don't want to tell anybody anything about my life. And now we're just, we're, we're putting our life out there for Mm -hmm. um, for everybody to kind of critique. And this has been a leap of faith for me. And obviously we keep things private that need to be private, but, uh, we've talked about a lot and said a lot on this podcast that people now know the way I think and the way I process things way more than, uh, I'd be comfortable with. And it has been a leap of faith for me. So just kind of in that vein, like what, what has been something that has, you've really taken a leap of faith, like to do in your life, you know, Greg. No, no, you got something out. You got something on your in your head. You need to think about it for a second. I need to think about that one. My biggest leap of faith. 
was I feel like there's a song about that. What is photograph? That one. Every time I think it makes me laugh. You can get DMCA on this one. This is when we um, <laughs> we break out in a Nickelback song about three fourths of the way into the podcast. What'd you say? Uh, I was you. You said Nickelback really weird. You like mumbled it. Nickelback. I said something weird. I I as it came out of my mouth, I was hoping you didn't notice how I said it. So, but about three fourths of the way through, we break out in a Nickelback song. Um, this week it's photograph. I don't know how I've made it thirteen weeks without. Actually, I think we sing photograph every single week because what else is there to sing? But uh, my greatest leap of faith. I mean, that is a tough question. My wife just reminded me of this. Of when I I went to UF my freshman year of college to do civil engineering and kind of had my life planned ahead of me. It's a very, you know, they lay out the track ahead of you pretty well. You go for like two years, you get an internship, you do, you come back, you get another internship. And then by the time you're done, you, it's like a very straightforward path for eight years of what you have to do to set yourself up. And after my freshman year, I felt like the Lord was calling me to do something different, to do something in regards to ministry. I didn't know what that looked like, but it meant um, moving to Tampa, leaving UF, leaving a civil engineering path, which was like pretty safe money um, to be able to provide for a family one day, like to be able to, it just, it was a risk. It was a big risk in the sense of God, like you're calling me into this. I don't know what it's going to look like. People in ministry don't make a ton of money, uh, if any money at all doing it. And it, it, looking back on it now, it, it was a huge leap of faith. I see how God used it and I'm glad I did, but in the moment, that was a very difficult summer. It was a difficult summer having to tell people, especially those that I knew at UF, like, I, I'm not coming back. I'm doing something different and having them not understand really why I'm doing it. Uh, but that was probably one of the biggest leap of faith, life-changing life changing moments there. I guess mine would be um, before Melissa and I got married, I was actually just working part-time and I was looking for a job. I had my degree in psychology, um, but every like every interview I went to, it was just a closed door. And the Lord just kept saying, like, I want you here at this church. I want you to work here. I want you to work here. I'm like, but Lord, there's no full-time job. Like, I'm getting married. I need to support the family. And he's like, just trust me. I've got you. And then um, literally in November, like, one person leaves. I get promoted to that position. I get a full-time job. Melissa and I get married. And I'm like, this was all in the span of a month and a half of all this happening. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's only the Lord can do that because I applied a ton of places, never heard back. I interviewed, I'm a terrible interviewer. Uh, and like, I didn't get any of those jobs, but the one job that I was working part-time and being faithful to the Lord rewarded that in my waiting and in my patience. Mm. So that's been a leap of faith because I thought I was going to do something in psychology. I thought I was going to pursue my master's degree. I was going to, um, but instead I, pursued a different route of production and audio engineering. And I've, I've actually loved it. Like it's fun. I enjoy what I do. It's, it's been very rewarding and to be in ministry too is, is really, really cool. It's a different kind of ministry. Like I'm not preaching on stage or anything. I'm just being a service partner with other ministries and it's really cool to see other ministries grow and flourish. So I think that's been my biggest leap. That's cool. How much? Uh, how'd you say? To this date, for the, your audio engineering services, how much you charge by hour? And you want to edit our podcast for us? <clears throat> I'll do it for free for you. Oh, you say dang. that, and then I abuse it, and then you're gonna start charging. So, 
Um, well, man, I don't want to keep you too long. I do want to end on something a little bit more silly and lighthearted. We do a segment called Scott's Thoughts, um, okay. where we do rapid fire, random topic questions. Um, okay. But this one is Nano's Nachos, Scott. There's no debate. Nano's Nachos. <laughs> um, so welcome to man. our weekly segment when Nano's on called Nano's Nachos. Um, and then Scott, did you, Scott, did you have any last questions or anything you wanted to, to jump in there before we do? Um, no, I didn't have any last questions. I mean, I think, I think I just would want to say one more thing. Greg's usually the one clarifying everything, but I just wanted to clarify for myself, uh, you know, while this, this podcast has definitely been a huge, uh, leap of faith for me, I think there's, there's been a couple other, uh, big leaps of faith, um, for myself. And I think the biggest one that comes to mind as of recently is about a year and a half ago at this point uh, is when I quit my my full-time job and I didn't have anything else lined up, but I just knew I wasn't where God wanted me to be. And so kind of stepping out of that um, was probably the biggest leap of faith I've, I've taken. And hmm. I, you know, quitting a job, I quit a job literally right before the pandemic hit. Uh, and it was a good job, good pay, good benefits, you know, the whole nine yards. And uh, just trusting that, all right, God, I know you want me out of here. I have no idea what's next. Like that was terrifying. Uh, and so for me, that that was truly my biggest leap of faith. Sorry for not asking you the question um, <laughs> of what your biggest leap of faith is. I just didn't want people to think like, oh, like this kid has not really trusted God that much for anything. huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's okay if you haven't, you know, you can be vulnerable here. This is a safe space. Well, maybe one day you'll get the full raw Scott. Episode 14. Come back next week. Um, <laughs> well, moving on to Nano's Nachos, we'll we'll close out here a few things. Nano, uh, do you play any instruments? Yes, I play guitar and drums. Next. Oh, I mean, hey, that was really yeah. rapid. Wait, you could, hold on. You could take is a it, second. I thought this, no, I thought this was rapid. Rapid <laughs> fire. <laughs> it is, but rapid Side fire note. questions. You could, take, you could take as long as you want to receive them. <laughs> Nano's, Nano's the best drummer that I've ever... Yeah, he's nasty. A, uh, witness too. Nasty T. It's great. And um, guitar too. Nana, that's on Nano and I met actually is on. Uh, we used to mm-hmm. play in a band on Wednesday nights. He used to actually <clears throat> play instruments. I had my little acoustic guitar that I don't think ever was turned on, but I was up there. <laughs> hey, uh, um, a lot of pride associated with that in high school, Greg. So <laughs> I wish I'd have learned how to play guitar. Um, I I know a little. You can't I, play guitar. I haven't touched that thing in in probably three years levi has me pull it out now and i can't play because he sits there turning the um the tuning it, yeah he keeps tuning it he's trying to make you sound better he's like this needs to be this needs to be different dad <laughs> he'll sit there for 10 minutes tuning my guitar to something just crazy and then say why aren't you playing why aren't you playing school bus right now like i i can't it's not too well levi don't you know anything um <laughs> nano second question what tv show do you want your life to be like Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know that one. What TV show do I want my life to be like? Um, God, you got something off the top of your head? Uh, I'm trying to think. Probably Suits. I want to be a baller lawyer in New York City. Okay. That's not what I anticipated (laughs) at all, but it says a lot about you there. I think I'd choose The Office because, you know, I want my life to be all silly all the time. You know? Bro, you why can just come it, shadow me for a day. Why Why take it so seriously, yeah? Yeah, that are Parks and Rec. Um, Natalie, what TV show would we want our life to be like? I'm gonna I'm bringing my wife for this one. 
Um, Natalie and I would want our show, want our life to be like the show Naked and Afraid. That's what we. That's, that's what we. That is my life currently. <laughs> <laughs> like a TV show that took place on a farm, or when calls the, the heart. Walking Dead was on a farm. Win Dixie. <laughs> because I'm of Win Dixie. Just, I'm, I can't think this. I cannot take this one seriously. Little House on the Prairie. Little House on the Prairie. That's the movie. Yeah, That's not a TV sure show. All right. Uh, last question. Um, Greg, they were, supposed, they were supposed to be rapid. Come on. If you yeah. could call up anyone in the world and have a one hour conversation, who would you call? Alive or dead? Uh, I'll say both. Either or. Alive. Alive. I would have a conversation with Elon Musk, probably. Really? Tell me. Yeah. Quit toying with Bitcoin. I would. I'd love to get like his his insight on like entrepreneurship. Like, I mean, come on. He thinks you know? differently. Apparently, he does. Uh, he was on SNL the the other week, and apparently, he basically was like, "You invited somebody who like is running all like Tesla and SpaceX and all this stuff." He's like, "Did you expect me to be normal?" <laughs> Yeah, no. Interesting mind. A dead person, I would probably like to interview or talk with for an hour with somebody fun would be like Eddie Van Halen or somebody, you know, just his progress of like how he learned how to play guitar and how he became like one of the greatest guitar players in the world. Yeah. And leaving a legacy of being one of the greatest guitar players in the world. We need to kind of hear his insight on how that even started. I mean, cool. Scotty boy, you got anything? Um. I think the person I would want to talk to the most, alive or dead, either or, would be Obama, honestly. That's who I'd want to have a conversation with. Uh, He is our guest next week. (laughs) Perfect. Ross Scott and Obama. Obama and Ross Scott. That's our title for the next week's episode. Yeah. Good thing we got a title for next week's. Yeah. This one, I have no idea. Nacho time is going to be this one. The... um, I cannot figure out... I don't know. I have a hard time thinking about this because I've been so... Uh, intently listening to you guys um if i could talk to anybody alive or dead i alive gosh i have no idea maybe next week i'll have a solution (laughs) dead uh still no idea i don't know i just i I, i'm sure there's great people oh i'd love to talk to tim mackey and have him on the podcast he's alive though isn't he well he's my alive person Uh, dead um i don't know i feel like it'd just be cool to talk to i don't know i'd want to do something more fun that would not be a fun conversation uh, I don't know. I can't think of anybody for that. But Tim Mackey's my alive dude. Uh, well, thanks, Nano. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. To, yeah, man. To chat thanks with you, man. Uh, if you guys, if you guys didn't catch any of that stuff uh, from earlier, we'll, we'll put some of the links to the things that Nano has going on in our show notes. Uh, he has that book uh, called Just Jesus by Nano Tapia. He has a Twitch channel, which I believe is I am Nacho T. Yeah. I am Nacho T. You can find him on twitch.com. He streams on Thursday nights, Friday mornings, and Saturday mornings. Um, except on an odd week where work may prevent that. But um, it's been it's pretty cool. Uh, you may see even Scott and I are on there one day. It's uh, but it's been cool to watch. It's been cool to see you you doing this stuff, man. And I cannot wait to see where and how the Lord uses you and all this stuff. Thanks. And same to you guys with the podcast. Like it's been very encouraging. So just keep on doing this. It's cool to listen to it and hope to hear some more people on here too. Yeah, man. Cool, man. And there's definitely there's definitely more stuff that I wanted to ask and talk about. So we'll definitely have to do a round two. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Part two for sure. All right. Yeah. So make sure you like, subscribe, leave a five-star review, get that algorithm going in our in our favor. Do it to it. By the way, Scott made a giveaway last week oh, that we did at the very dang. end of the episode. And we're doing it again at the end of this episode. 
Um, but if you share on social media, our yes. podcast, Scott will give you one of his books. Yeah, if, if um, you share. Hey, if you share, you get one of my books too. How about that? Hey, there we go. How about yeah. that? You'll, you'll get a, a Nano Nanotapia Just Jesus book and, and a book off of my bookshelf. If you share, which might podcast. be just Jesus, so you might get two of the same. It's possible. Yeah, we'll see. You got to share. You got to share this to uh, to get that that prize. Make sure you tag which us. I, de- I totally meant to say at the beginning of this episode, Scott. So it's um, all right. We know who the true the true ones are. If you get to the <laughs> end here, yeah, they deserve that book. Um, all right, guys. Thanks as always. Bye. 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 Bye.